They're back. Who, pray tell? Comic book men, bitches. Kevin, Walt, Brian, Mike, and me give reality TV a pop culture facial. You'll meet celebs on the con circuit, find out how much geeky collectibles are worth, and laugh your ass off watching a bunch of best friends laugh their asses off. Season 3 of Comic Book Men, Sundays at midnight Eastern on AMC. Every time we do it, it's a surprise. That, that, it, that it works? That it's happening? Just general. I don't know. I don't know. There's something to say. I was just saying something. Welcome to Feeb, number 714. Did we start? I don't know. We can't. I've been sitting here for 30 seconds. <laughs> Waiting for you. Let's just get this shit going. Let's fucking let's just, blast let's off just make into this. fucking outer this is, space. This is the silver anniversary of Phoebe. This is number yep. 25. So we're wearing silver we, unitards. Uh, oh, and it'd be here. I'm not going to lie. Mine fits perfectly. It's amazing. Especially <laughs> in the groin area. Yeah, it just cups. It's like nicely it's, just. Yeah. Mm, just, it oh, looks fantastic. That's the only way to describe it. We're standing oh. across from each other. And chrome suits. Yep. Not chrome. Silver. Well, silver. Silver. I mean, it's more of a chrome. The catalog's in chrome, chrome but it looks the most silver. Yeah. Um, We're suspended in the air. (laughs) Wow. This is crazy. (laughs) We're suspended in the air across from each other. You sure it's safe up here, Scott? (laughs) In honor of the release of Gravity. (laughs) They're our official sponsor. Sponsored by... uh, Are they sponsored? Universal Gravity. It's Warner Brothers. I know that because Brothers Gravity. I did a contest for them. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sponsored by Warner Brothers Gravity. Yeah, if you go to YouTube and type in Gravity Contest, then you'll see me doing a Gravity Contest. Although with, with Grant Imahara from Mythbusters, a Gravy Contest. Oh. Okay. Let's talk about gravy for a second. All right. What is your preferred gravy? Do you like a beef gravy, uh, a chicken gravy, a turkey gravy? What I, is your preferred I gravy? I will say I don't eat a ton of gravy. No, I don't either. Like not for like I don't have a jar of gravy in the fridge. You don't jar somebody gravy does. doesn't come in jars. You can buy you, you make gravy. Buy, I mean, yeah, I know you, you make, make gravy, gravy, but if you're well, fucking... I make gravy every day, <laughs> <laughs> every morning. You look at boobies and you make gravy. Yeah, that's that's my favorite gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Is my fucking chalk white gravy. Chalk um, white. You should see a doctor. <laughs> it glows. Uh, Scott, let's talk about your semen. Yeah, um, I have been looking at your semen. I uh, uh, we've uh, now we know why you're not having children. <laughs> it's poison. Does it always come out in a powder? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> What would you Sometimes do? Sometimes would you snort it. What would you do one day if you came and you just saw like a puff, like someone had like squeezed a, a baby powder uh, container and it just went? Poof. I mean, I would be alarmed. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> do you tell? Do you tell Alex immediately? Do you call a doctor? What is your first reaction to that situation? Or I, mean, I would tell. You her. try again, right? That's what you do. Yeah, I would try again. <laughs> try to try to reproduce. Yeah, I'm like, well, uh, one time maybe I was maybe I blinked. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm just like seeing things. I would immediately start masturbating again, like more furiously than before. Um, 
And what if more? And then if what if more powder came out? Doctor, doctor. Yeah, I would tell Alex too. I'd be like, I, if I was going to do it a second time, I'd be like, you got to watch this <laughs> or help me. My arms. Tired. I'm assuming in my scenario that our significant others they're not around uh, okay. because we're masturbating. Uh, okay, so well, I know, but I would yeah. if I did it once, I'd be like, I know that you don't want to do this. <laughs> And I know that you probably don't want to sit here and watch me masturbate, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but you have to see this. I feel like you would be the third call. I'd be like, Dr. Kiki, Scott, guess what happened? And then would you ask me to come watch? <laughs> yes, Scott, you got to watch this. Would it be weird? Yeah, it would be very if weird. But would it be weird if I watched? Yeah. Yeah, it would be weird if you watched. Unless I'm Weirder like, than... I'm like, you just stand over there. I'll get it going. And then as soon as I'm ready... I'm going to blow. <laughs> Scott, come look. And it just comes out regular, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, this is not what happened boy. before. This is not what happened. I was like, you just wanted me to watch you come, didn't you? Well, I mean, it seems like it looks like that right now, yeah. but I swear to God, it but was coming out of powder it was like form. baby powder. <laughs> just like baby powder. Uh, I don't yeah. know what I would do. I mean, I would obviously, I would I, I would repeat, especially if I was in pain. That's the sound it would make. <laughs> oh god <laughs> this is a disgusting sound I, that's my least it's favorite like sound it's like a dick it's dying. my least it's favorite like yeah, just like, I've had it it's like you haven't fucking you haven't so used long. it 40 it's just like dude come on I get I'm, I'm a little rusty I'm gonna shoot out powder <laughs> That's probably going to sound terrible on. People are going to be like, don't do that sound of a dead penis coming up dust. (laughs) (laughs) A dead penis coming up dust. And now we have a title. The sound (laughs) of a dead penis coming up dust. Uh, Wow. That was nice. That was really nice. Uh, So the answer is I prefer uh, a lighter gravy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll say that my wife, um, one of my favorite gravies mm-hmm. is uh, my wife does at Thanksgiving, which is very dark. Um, she does a dark Thanksgiving. She does a dark Thanksgiving. Now it is the airing of the grievances, <laughs> yeah. Scott. Now <laughs> we slaughter a goat. <laughs> really? <laughs> Turkey seems more realistic. Um, no, it's like a, it comes out, They call. she calls it black gold. Because it comes Texas out, tea. it comes out really dark. Um, she does like a, whatever she does the the turkey in. It's like a. Is that her signature dish? No. Is she the? If she was on Top Chef, would we be like, oh, it's Alex? She's the gravy. She's the black gold gravy chef. No, I don't know if that would be a. I don't know what her signature dish was. She hasn't been cooking in a while. Well, she's busy. She started a business. She also used to make. You know, she would do um, um. When you're cooking for actors, like yeah, halftime you're cooking like they're like super lean bullshit. Yeah, like you know she did. She was always when they needed to drop weight to do or you know to bulk up or whatever it was for like you know guys that needed to go. Should I hire her? Heroes. She wouldn't do it. She She's busy. Do it. Yeah. Damn it. What if I just tricked her into like making lunch every now and then? You could try. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> just show up at the house. Yeah, you're just like, oh, what's that? Oh, Scott's not here. That's so weird. Somebody should cook that before it goes bad. <laughs> oh, you don't have that? I brought ingredients. <laughs> just lay out ingredients. I'm like, I, I, I don't know what to do with these. I don't know uh, how to how do I do this. Bad. How do I do this? Who could possibly cook a satisfying <laughs> meal with these ingredients? Is there anyone that knows how to do that? <laughs> 
She's like, what's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> right. First of all, why are you here? Where's Scott? Where's Scott? I thought Scott would be here. Why are you crying? <laughs> just because I want so the hungry. So, just eat. Matt want to eat. eat. <laughs> Matt want to eat good. <laughs> Matt want not carb. <laughs> uh, not, you know, she used to make... Um, is that a... Is that a for, before you continue, I just want to stop you and say, is that a is that a hat from your production company? It is. Can I get one? Yeah. Great. All right. Done. We covered that. Do you like this style? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. You anyway. just have to try it on. I think I have one that's... If your head's bigger than this, I have one. I do. My head's huge. I have this one that's called huge. This is perfect. <laughs> They're like, what size? I'm like, huge. <laughs> um. <laughs> the, so, so she made the things she used to make. She made a lot of different. She you're constantly changing. Yeah. But the things she made that um, I remember everyone always loved was unfried chicken. I'm listening. Which is basically like a, you take a chicken breast. And you basically um, um, you smash it, you know, like you with a tenderizer or something. Yeah. And you just smash it. it down. Sounds like your dick's about to come powder. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> so you, you pound the chicken until you hear, <laughs> and then you know that, and then it's basically like you pound the chicken. So super tenderized, the thin chicken. Yeah, and yeah. then you basically use like I can't remember. It's like. Bread comes like panko or something like yeah. that, and you basically breadcrumb it, and then you put spray it with Pam, and then you bake it in the oven. Oh, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds really good. And it's a way to it's a way to not eat fried chicken. Yeah, I had uh, this morning. I went to the farmers market, uh, the Melrose Farmers Market. Oh, okay, I haven't been there. I used to go to Hollywood. Mutual friend, friend of the show, Bernardo, he said, come, this guy makes this crazy fried chicken sandwich. You got to try it. Uh. So this morning we went over there and uh, it's this like almost tempura battered chicken. Yeah. Like a, just a big hunk of white meat, butter toasted bun, uh, an aioli and a little bit of slaw with a nice vinaigrette on the slaw. Mm-hmm. Delicious sandwich. Also wow. at, on the table is honey for you to put on it. Put a little honey on there. Oh boy, that's good. That is a win. And today is your day to. Well, no, I mean, yesterday I had a breakfast, shitty breakfast, right? Okay, like hash brown. Yeah, yesterday I had. Uh, well, I had a Jerusalem bowl at Second War Kitchen. Okay. Uh, almond bostic. Uh huh. A cronut. Half a cronut. Okay. And a blueberry donut. That was my breakfast, and then. For lunch, I had a sandwich with no bread, so like turkey and chicken yeah, yeah. and a little bit of cheese, and that was all I ate yesterday. <laughs> you and I dinner? worked out like a motherfucker, too. Managed to lose weight yesterday. Anyway, today, uh, I wasn't planning on doing that, but then he's like, Fried cheese. my guy, Jesse's making this chicken. And 10 o'clock, a, Farmer's Market. Where's the Melrose one? It's, uh, it's in the, uh, you know where Melrose splits towards La Cienega? Yeah, that's a ways away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know what? I would say worth the drive to try that sandwich. He has a breakfast sandwich too that looked very good that I didn't try. Is he? Is it like a truck or? He's a, a he's stand? a he's a. It's a stand there, uh-huh. and he does some pop ups here and there. Huh. And like he was cooking. I, I feel like it might have been at Golden State. He was like guest cooking one night the chicken oh, okay. sandwiches and stuff like that. That, oh. that, that might be in a. Wrong. I'd totally go try it. It's on yeah, Sundays. Yeah. Or does he go to other farmer's markets? I don't know. But I think, you know, next Sunday, let's do it. I would totally do it. You got to try it. All right. Anyway, we'll we'll discuss on Phoebe 26. 
Feeb 26. Scott will have tried the chicken sandwich. Um, I... I don't know, what did I do? I went to Water Grill last night, which I don't know if you've ever been downtown. No, where's that? It's downtown. It's like the famous seafood place. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like all... It's, I mean, it's not all fish, but it's specifically for fish. Yeah. It's been around for a while, but I think like it was like trapped in 80s decor. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and then they remodeled it, but it was, it, was, it, was, it was good. If you want to know what 80s decor is and what we're talking about, just watch Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. And just watch whenever he walks into anywhere. Yeah. That's what it looked like, but it was really good. There's a restaurant. There's a Chinese uh, restaurant in L.A. uh, that is at sort of Fairfax Olympic San Vicente. You know that sort of split by Bergen's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a Chinese restaurant on the corner over there that looks like it has. It's been a time capsule. It looks like a Golden Girls episode. Oh, really? It's amazing. Just pastel. Yeah, the food's okay, but the decor is worth it. Just to be like the food tastes better. Because you're eating it in 1986. That's awesome. <laughs> I watched the Cosby Show this morning. The first season of the Cosby Show was on TV Land. Yeah, how'd that go? At eight o'clock in the morning. Really nice. Really warm, feeling. Yeah. In the midst of the government shutdown. You're yeah, like, I was I like, want, you know what I need? I want to go back. I want to go back to the 80s. Yeah. And, and then I realized that that's my 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 brain's ideal version of a family is the is the Cosbys, the Huxtables. Really? Yeah. It's just so nice. Affluent. They just yeah they're they're very they're professional they have a lovely home they have a great brownstone in New York yeah, yeah. you know respectable dad's got his office do you want to have kids sure sure let's have kids I mean you're asking right no we, not, if Phoebe wants me. to have a child Phoebe will raise a child, a child. <laughs> well if you keep coming like that of course we're not gonna have a child <laughs> um I uh you can come in you can come in <laughs> don't worry we don't bite. Um, the uh, so you do want yeah, but I really, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd be a terrible dad, and that's the reason why. Yeah, I think I just want to be like, let's see how bad I can be. Yeah, at being a dad, (laughs) just looking at your baby, you're like, this is gonna be really interesting for you. That's gonna happen. Turn out bad. It's gonna go either way. I might lose interest. You know what? I'm. This might make you stronger, though. This might make you stronger. A boy named Sue. (laughs) Whatever that song is. In fact, your name's Molly. (laughs) Molly Myra. Uh, but yeah, no, but the, I just, I don't know. I just thoroughly enjoyed the, I liked it. I, I recommend if you grew up in the eighties at all, I, I recommend rewatching the early, early seasons I did, of the Cosby show. But I won't. You won't? I won't do it. There's a, there's John Ritter's very funny in an episode. He has a cameo as a, is he's a doctor or something? No, he's a, it's him and his wife, uh, are, she's having a baby. Yeah. And, uh, Cosby's the doctor. Oh, yeah, John Ritter. Damn, John Ritter. Yeah, he went too soon. He did. Really funny. The last thing I remember seeing him in was uh, Eight Simple Rules for Dating Your Teenage Daughter. No, Sling Blade. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that. Yeah. He was oh, John Ritter. He was also in um, Stay Tuned. Remember that movie? He was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what's also on this morning? Really bringing this show down, where everyone's just like, I got. I, well, I'm gonna bring it right back up right now. All right. Because I got up Do pretty it. early this morning. Okay. And I was channel surfing. Okay. And Dick Tracy was on. What a piece of shit. Oh, the Warren Beatty. <laughs> yeah, the Warren Beatty, Dick Tracy. I kept watching, going, "How did this get made? Why is this a movie?" I mean, it had a huge cast. Yeah, it had a huge cast. It looks pretty good. It was like shot well. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look no, good? No, it doesn't hold up. Oh, wow. They really, 
I haven't watched it. I don't even know if I've ever watched it all the way through. I just remember it was like I think Dustin Hoffman plays Mumbles. Or yeah, Mumbles and uh, Pacino Pacino running like around. Giant mouth. Yeah. Get me. <laughs> and it looks, I mean, they went really, I stylistically, I think, they chose, they chose to make all of the outdoors look like a set. Yeah. Because, I mean, it really just uh, everywhere yeah, it looks, looks like a back lot and flat. And, and with big primary lights. Yeah. And it's just so, it was so. It's all primary colors. In my yeah. Memory. Yeah. It's so stylistic that it makes it unwatchable, I think. I didn't care when it came out. It was supposed to be a big deal. Like, the world told us that this was going to be huge. And, I didn't listen then. I didn't either. I was like, I America didn't. About... There is no other Dick Tracy movie. <laughs> no, because it's like, it's a character that like, it's like, it wasn't made for, who were you making it for? I don't know. Who were you making it for? You but, weren't making it for kids. Were you making, like, I don't care. Were you making it for people that remember it? Because at that time they would be, you know, 60 years old. Because yeah. Dick Tracy was around in the 40s. And they didn't want to watch what that yeah. was, like Madonna. Yeah. Like, the Madonna song. Wow, I forgot about that. She's in it. Yeah. She plays... She dated Warren Beatty at the time. Yeah, Hooker McSlutty or whatever. Hooker McSlutty yeah. is probably not far off out. from the actual name. <laughs> I just made that up, too. Yeah, that was good. That was not... Good job. That was not something I prepared. Uh, also, this morning, it was a really good morning for, for TV. Channel server? Yeah, right from, from the hours of 7 to about 9 a.m., it was killing it. Right uh, kindergarten Cop was on. Oh, it's not a tumor. Not a tumor. It's not a tumor. They shot that but up in Oregon. What you always forget is the they hold on that line. It's not a tumor, and then he starts. And then he goes, "It's not like that's that's the best part of that line is Arnold improvising. Is it, like, it's, like it's. I his, think it's very underrated. His his addition where he's in the moment. He's like, "It's not a tumor. It's not. Yes, yes." It's, it was, I'll fucking kill you. They when was the last guy. time you saw a Kindergarten Cop? A long time ago. I I mean, it's... Penelope's... It's so funny how seemingly simple movie plots could be. I, 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 that is what I, that's what I want the return to. Yeah. Why not return to that? Yeah, well, it's I don't... It's more enjoyable. Right, right. But I don't understand, like... I don't understand the jump. I don't. I guess Pulp Fiction probably did it. Like the but jump Pulp from Fiction broke that. That's like a narrative. It broke everything. <laughs> well, no, but it's like it, it's also like that is what it is. I think mainstream movies should generally like, especially it's like if you're kindergarten cop, it's like I don't want it to be complicated. Like I want a cop to go be in kindergarten. All right, guys, let's let's listen to some of the magic. First, we got to listen to this Little Mermaid commercial out on video October 21st with people singing. That sounds this is a 28-second ad of people singing. Take it from me. Oh, it's the average person. I was like, yeah. who are these terrible singers they've hired? Oh, I bet this was a shot at the California Adventure or by Paradise Pier. If you go there later today, maybe you can participate in a commercial like that. Oh, of course. I mean, I'll try. All right. Kindergarten cop. This is when the fat kid ate all the lunch, and Arnold Schwarzenegger decides to throw him. Are these all your lunches? Are these all your lunches? You mean you eat other people's lunches? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. He just drops it out of frame. We're going to do something extremely fun. We're going to play a wonderful game called Who is my daddy and what does he do? <laughs> 
Yes? Is your daddy a fireman? He's probably big. Is he a wrestler? Is he a basketball coach? No, 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 no. What's the matter? Watch this acting. Oh, I have a headache. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. <laughs> at all. That's what he says. That's what he says. I forgot. I'm sorry. At all. <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. At all. I like the thing with the kid, too, where he's just like, did you eat everyone? Lo- Stop it. <laughs> like, that's his. <laughs> that's perfect. I think Kindergarten Cop is uh, so watchable. It's I haven't watched so it. So watchable. And I probably won't watch it, but I have seen it. Well, if you're flipping the channels and, and you stumble on it, you're not gonna you're not gonna stop. I don't really do that. It's not, I'm not you're not a to... channel surfer? No, no, of course you're not. You don't fucking watch television. I don't watch TV. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't really watch anything. Okay, let's say you're walking in the house. Okay, here's the scenario. I've tricked Alex into making me lunch. And uh, okay. Okay. And you're, so she's busy in the kitchen. And then you're like, I'm like, Scott, I'm just flipping the channels. Like, hey, this so is glad a you got here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> the Cosby Show, the Cosby Show. Hey, <laughs> it's Kitty Guy and Cap. You want to stop a Kitty Guy and Cap? Why do I talk like that? <laughs> <laughs> when you're at my house? <laughs> uh, so the premise of that movie is a bad guy with a ponytail. Bad guy with ponytail is the. Uh, I think he gets out of prison or escapes prison or something. Yep. And then they assume he's going to go after and grab his son. Son, yes. Who is in Oregon or Washington? Aurora. It's they shot it in. Uh, oh, it might be. I thought it was in Anacortes or coastal town. Yeah. Well, it's a coastal town, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's either the. It's either the north. West coast of Oregon or the south? I think it was Oregon. Um, like we like we. So need she to know. moved there, and then he he needs. They don't know who's who because she's under an assumed name or something like that. And then he, in order to do it, so so Arnold and another cop go there, a, a woman, and yeah. she's going to be the kindergarten teacher. She gets food poisoning. And the morning comes where he has to go. And she's like, you got to do it. He's like, I can't do it. (laughs) And then they're in a wacky situation where he has to be the kindergarten teacher. Exactly. And then she pretends to be his sister. Yes. And then they, I think he falls in love with a girl. He falls in love with, um, uh, what is it? Penelope. Penelope Ann Miller. Yeah. And then he punches someone in the face who was beating his wife. And then the principal's like, yeah, fucking out of that field. Fucking punch that guy in the fucking face. According to this, Miss Linda Hunt is in this. Yeah, she's the principal, remember? remember oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Finds, she's uh, timing the fire drill. Yeah, but she also finds, like, the, he, remember he punches the guy in the face? Yes. He's shaking his hand. He just fucking punches him in the face, and she's just like, and he's like, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble. And she's just like, tell me how it felt, because she <laughs> wanted to do the same shit. <laughs> Pamela Reed. Was the uh, was the detective Pamela Reed? Yeah, who I think she's great stuff. in that. Yeah. and according to this, she's been in sixty six things, and I think the most prominent thing that she's we're been gonna... in a lot of stuff. Nine episodes of Park and Rec. I don't watch Parks and Rec. Do you watch Parks and Rec? No, I've I seen should, it. I should watch Parks and Rec. I've never seen it. I've seen episodes. I don't watch really anything. That's true. I watched the end of Breaking Bad. What'd um, you think? I mean, I won't. The, just there's no spoilers. I'll just tell you that I thought I, I really thought they did a good job. Cool, excellent, nice season finale. I agree. Uh, uh, like series finale. Yeah. Uh, did do, you watch do, the show? 
I picked up towards the end. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really really well done. I I caught up mostly on gifts on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly how I know what happens in Mad Men. Just gifts that are put on the internet the next day. I don't watch Mad Men. It's pretty Man. exciting. Uh what do you have against Mad Men? Let's talk about it. Um Alex started watching it and I just I don't know. Like between Cooking healthy meals. She's like, I'm gonna do this. No, she loves. She watches a ton of shit. She watches that. Um, she watches almost. She was everything, and I watch. Yeah, she does watch. And I poke my head in, and she also had a really good idea one time that she said to you and I as we were walking out the door of not having knives on Top Chef, like that being a thing, and then it happened. Yeah, and now there's a whole show that is pretty much. I feel like Alex thought of it first, which is Cutthroat Kitchen. Have you seen it yet? No. Alton Brown hosts the show. It's called Cutthroat Kitchen. And there's four contestant chefs. All right? Yeah. They have a hun- they have a hundred there's a hundred thousand dollars distributed to them at the beginning of the game. So everybody gets twenty five grand. Then uh, Alton says something like, All right, everybody, we need you to uh I want you to make grilled cheese. Okay. Everybody everybody cheese. goes to the well, everybody goes to the pantry, grabs whatever they're going to need for this amazing grilled cheese and tomato soup. And uh, then starts the auctions. So then they have auctions to, you know, replace the this person's... You can replace one chef's cheese with cottage cheese. Start the bidding. And then they bid and try to fuck each other. It's pretty interesting. Fuck each other over. Not yeah. fuck each other. Well, I don't know what's happening after the show's over, Scott. Not, it would be more exciting. Like, <laughs> they go off into a fridge. But uh, I, I like I like Cutthroat Kitchen a lot. I haven't seen that. I think it's interesting. And I found that the methodology, it's on Sunday nights. So uh, if you get around to it tonight, maybe just record an episode or something. I think Alex would enjoy it too. But uh, what I've learned is that if you don't spend your money, you'll probably win. Gotcha. Because everybody... Because once somebody, Cause once you fuck, once you fuck, fuck you, somebody, like, fuck yeah, once you fuck, fuck you. somebody or fuck the other chefs, yeah, then you have a target on your back. Yeah. So then they just keep fucking each other, oh. and I found that whoever spends the least amount of money usually wins. <laughs> and there was a guy on there, most annoying person I've ever seen on television, named DJ Chef, world's first DJ and chef. Whoa, he won. Oh really? That he only he only had twenty two hundred dollars left. Oh. He spent so much money on stupid bullshit. Like, this person only can cook with a camp stove. And he did it all. I could still do it. That was the one that I was like, the grilled cheese challenge. Someone was like, you can only cook on a camp stove. I'm like, that's what you fucking make when you're camping. Grilled cheese. It's like the easiest thing to make. I could do it with a blowtorch. And someone spent like six grand on the fucking, to have somebody use blowtorch cooking. Let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> um, I have you seen Knife Fight? No, I refuse to watch it. Why? Because it's on the Esquire Network. Why? The Esquire Network is what lost made me lose my job. Oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, they I were they were that. gonna take over G four, and then last minute they decided to take over Style, so G four is still sitting there. After we all got laid off. And they were just like, well, we're not going to start the show again. Right. Yeah. 
How is Knife Fight? I haven't seen it. I don't watch TV. Well, how did you know it existed? I know that things exist. I just don't watch Scott, them. you don't know things exist. <laughs> um, I I saw an ad for it. Okay, you got... Did you see the ad while you're in uh, Hawaii? We haven't even talked about you going to Hawaii. I did not. I didn't watch TV once. They don't have TV. I... Where I was staying, there was no TV. Have... In the last three years, I don't. I think one when I was in England is the only time I turned on the television. On at in a hotel, huh? Regardless of where I am, I'm in a hotel sometimes. Not really. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. When I'm do on vacation. It. I don't really watch yeah, TV. I agree with you. Every time I get to a hotel, I'm like, I don't really. I turn. I had to do it because Top Gear was on, and I was in England, and I could turn it on and watch Top Gear. And you felt when it was airing good. in England, and I was like, "This is my dream. This is my dream." <laughs> I also coming true. I also turned on Bargain Hunt when it was on. It was really exciting for me. It was very exciting to see it in its to own see it in its environment. Weird. To look out the window and go, "That's London. That's BBC Two. <laughs> it was really exciting for me. Um. So how was oh, how was Hawaii me. on a scale of one to ten, vacation wise? What do you what do you give it? It was a ten for like a rela- like uh, totally unplugging and not doing anything yep. and just getting rest and like going. I mean, mostly we just went to the beach and read. And you swim? Swimming? Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. sharks? Nope. I mean, there's. I mean, technically, if you're in the ocean, there's a shark in the ocean with you. Yeah. Because the ocean's really big. Yep. He yep. might be a hundred miles away. Yep. He might be two miles away. He might be. He forty might be feet away. Forty feet away. <laughs> but there's always a shark. <laughs> Um, I, I, uh, yeah, we went to a few different beaches. We went on a hike one day. Yeah. At, uh, like a volcano hike, like to walked up some magma. No, it's like, uh, at the end on, on Kauai, if you go all the way up to the north west into the island, there's KA Beach and then there's the, uh, the park. There's a big park that's mm-hmm. kind of the Nepali coast. Yeah. And you can take a hike. It's like four miles up and back, but it's to this huge waterfall. And there's a guy out there that goes, take a hike. And then you're like, okay. Does, yeah. that, does that happen? No. I, I, don't, it. I don't like that I guy. <laughs> That's your job. Take a hike. Hey, take a hike. Hey. No, really, it's you. beautiful up here. Take a, yeah, you should go. No, really, sorry. <laughs> I know. Every time I say it, people look at me weird. I should probably say something else. I should probably not be at the entrance to a park. I don't understand. <laughs> What's happening? I've been here. I came here in 1976. Nom, leave I haven't left. Leave people alone. <laughs> I haven't left. No, that's my leave. beautiful wife. That's Doris. Leave you leave her be. Alone. Doris, no, calm down. Let I'm them, telling these nice people to take a fucking hike. Let them hike in peace, Dom. <laughs> Dolores, come and have some lunch. Nope. I will not have lunch. Come, I am come. so tired of your goddamn pineapple sandwiches. I've got chicken salad and pineapple sandwiches, <laughs> and I've got... Oh, for Christ's I sake. I brought your snorkel gear. Please take me on the hike with have you. Have you put on your sunscreen with the zinc on if the nose? If you take me on this hike, I will give you all of my money. I read an article in Red Book about sunscreen. I cannot go back to that woman. She no, is the man. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> and that was... Take a hike. <laughs> Take a hike. <laughs> KP presents. <laughs> Matt Myra as Norm. <laughs> Scott Mosier as Doris or Dolores, depending on what mood I'm in. Um, it was great. I love it up there. You Had went for good. seven full days? Uh, Monday to Monday, so, I mean... yeah. Six days, seven nights. Nicely done. Yeah. Flip that around. Six nights, seven days. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was good. I went sw- swimming in the ocean. There's a beach. There's one beach that has like I do that here really fun in waves. Malibu. Yeah, it's pretty easy. I just, I, it's like right there. I'm like, I don't even want to go. The fact that you get me to go east, west of the 101 is like, <laughs> I, after doing that commute for nine months, I just was like. But in fairness to us, we only do it on weekends. It's true. Yeah. I wouldn't do it during the week. Yeah. Um. Although I will go to the west side. There's like, you know, there's food. There's restaurants. Oh, uh, last week. There's good restaurants. When you were gone, I went to, went out to Malibu and then I went to Gladstone's. I had a lobster. Hmm. I ate a whole lobster, Scott. <laughs> Is that bad? I don't know. Just ate it. I was like, fuck you, lobster. You're in me. Just like, go give me a fucking lobster, <laughs> Dolores. <laughs> Take a hike. Was it a, was it a big lobster? Yeah, it was a good-sized lobster. Yeah. It was a good-sized lobster and uh, came with corn on the cob, which was very good. great. I love corn on the cob and lobster. If you like, uh, that's our if the good seafood is uh, which is downtown Watergrill. They have all that stuff. They have raw bar, raw. Stuff. Yeah, but have you they ever been all. to Gladstones? Yes, I have. Oh my god, I'm out to Malibu. The view is amazing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I've been out there. You're like eating I've on the ocean. You've done, I've done it all. I've, I've Scott, done it all. I'm Scott Moser. I've done it all. I fucked a guy. I fucked a homeless guy. Scott, have you ever skydived? <laughs> I made love to a homeless guy. But what about skydiving? I'm asking if you've done that. I haven't skydived. Oh, you haven't done it all. <laughs> I'm supposed to. I got it for my birthday. You're supposed. Oh, cool. Yeah. When are you gonna do it? I don't know. At some point. It sounds fun. I, I think I'd do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went bungee jumping. It was fun. You went bungee jumping? Yeah, in New Zealand. I would be more weary of bungee jumping than jumping out of a plane. Is that weird? To me, they're both the same. Yeah. I mean, maybe somebody could. We'll we'll write in and give us the statistics on chance of death based on both of them but yeah. to me they both seem pretty even where i'm like if you're gonna do either one you're taking a risk yeah but and i don't necessarily think that one is so it's not like bungee jumping's like 50 percent chance of death yeah, yeah yeah but i think that i like the idea of skydiving more than bungee jumping because i feel like if your chute doesn't open you're you can just you get more fun time. Think about Bionic Woman. Like, yeah, you I might like, become the Bionic yeah, Woman. Yeah, this shit's gonna happen. What if you woke up as the Bionic Woman? They're like, we gave you Bionics and breasts. Uh, a already had them, and we removed your penis. <laughs> That's fair. It was dead. You should have seen the way I was coming. <laughs> oh, we did. <laughs> All right. While you were out, we just kept doing you it. It's amazing. You're a medical. Yeah. <laughs> you had me in one of those amphitheaters, those surgical amphitheaters. Yeah. Everyone, gather around. We're gonna... like, watch this. <laughs> It's like a baby powder. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> Give him a fake arm and breast. Breast. Bre- Give him a breast. Who why else? would we? Why would we do that? Because <laughs> we can. <laughs> we can rebuild him. We have six million dollars. We can make him hotter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, to me, it would be like the bungee jump is just easier. That's my thing. It's like. You have to wait. Your problem I mean, you is waiting, wait getting in a plane, and no, strap, like having to strap somebody on with my you. My thing is like, I, I don't, I would never make the choice. I would do either one. I would just, I don't know. Bungee jump was fun. It was over a river. Oh, maybe I'd do that. Yeah, it was over Alex some sort of got water. Seasick because there's from bungee if you jumping? have motion sickness. Her and jo- it was me, Brian Johnson, yeah. and and my wife at that time, my girlfriend Alex, and we went to this place in New Zealand that was over a river. And they both get motion sickness, and 
you dive down and then what happens is when you pop back up and then you basically start yeah, yeah. and then you're kind of swinging and that's what kind of gives you the motion sickness uh. the, the initial jump is fine when you pop back up it gives you a little bit of that like <clears throat> you know i mean it must be that you're you're your whole body's like stretching down and like popping back up. Yeah. But then the swinging back and forth is not. I did it again because they were like, I got done. I jumped with Alex, like tandem. Aww. <laughs> and then she was like lying in the boat going like, don't touch me. <laughs> she was so freaked out by In the it. boat? Yeah, because it's over a river. So when you're done, they don't like reel you back in like a fish. Oh, I thought they reeled you back in. <laughs> no, no. I really did. I was like, well, obviously, the only way to get them back is to oh, reel them would, in. That would make me not want to do it again. <laughs> if you're just hanging upside down and all the blood's rushing around, you're like, how long is this going to take? Uh, like, just give it a minute. We're cranking it. Oh, sorry. Cramp. <laughs> oh. This is Norm. He's our cranker. <laughs> Hang on. I'm getting you. I used to tell people about the hike. I used to work in a park. Take a leap. Um, no, you. They they come. Oh, you forgot your lunch. <laughs> oh, god damn it! You excuse me. You'll be up shortly. I must go talk to Dolores. Or Doris. <laughs> I'm not sure. You, you. There's a boat underneath that pulls up, and they you they 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 hold a pole up, and you grab all the pole, and you stabilize, and then they lower you the rest of the way of the boat, and then they take you, and you walk up some stairs, and they're like, 35% off your next jump, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to be here in a year. Like, it was good for a year, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to come back, so I might as well just do it now. Yeah. And they I got did it you. by myself. They got you. And I was like, well, I want to touch, I want to hit the water. Ooh. And the guy was like, you're too light. He goes, you're probably too light to, to get that kind of... <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> your problem and uh because he was like well you do it backwards and i was like i really want to hit the break the i want to hit the water and he was like well just jump and then stretch as hard as you can like just like superman as hard as you can and it was like i jumped and then i did it i was like stretching as hard as i could and i could see the water and, I, and then i could feel the tension coming i was like oh, fuck, i'm not gonna do it and then it was like a split second. I didn't even, I suddenly was like halfway back up and I was like, I had gone in the water, but it was so fast. It was like the, I hit the, you know, of course I hit the water at the bottom of the yeah. pool, but it's like, it was, it was like, like it was so fast. I, and I came up and I was soaking wet, but I didn't even feel the, I didn't even really feel it until I was like going back up in the air. But then I bounced basically all the way back up and you almost like, you can almost go up. Straight up, yeah. And then like, that's when you're swinging. It could be some good times. Yeah, it was fun. I would do it. It wasn't very high either. Like it wasn't compared to like if you go down to Christchurch. Yeah, they have like one of the like super long ones. It's over like a fucking canyon, and it's like welcome to Christchurch. Welcome to Christchurch. You want to jump over our canyon? You want to jump off this with a rubber band tied to your feet? There's nothing else. There's nothing else to do here. So we just tie this to your legs and throw you off a goddamn cliff. Almost certainly Kiwi doesn't have career opportunities. <laughs> this is all I got. I actually moved here. I got a giant rubber band. You know what? I got a license to thrill. I am miserable, but not as miserable as Norm. Yeah, he came over here from Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and I do it again. I tried to escape her. <laughs> 
Uh, it was fun. If you have a chance to bungee jump, it's fun. It's funner to do out. I mean, I suppose I'll always have a chance to bungee jump. I could probably just do it right now. I could find a place, right? You could jump out the window right here. There's a there's a thing they do at the stratosphere in Las Vegas where you can jump off the side of the stratosphere, and it is a uh, like a tension sort of controlled uh, fall. And they don't. It's not like a bungee. It doesn't snap you back up. No, they no just, tension. Like just it's, slow you it down. Slows you down, but so smoothly and quickly that you just fall. You free fall, and then you just sort of and you're on touching the ground. Just very nicely graceful. I'd do that. It looks pretty crazy. I would do it. Fuck it. Scott, Can't stop that is me. a four-hour drive right now. Let's do it. Traffic's coming the other way. I don't like Vegas. God, I love it. I know. I fucking love Vegas. You and my wife. She loves it. She goes crazy about Let's it. all three of us go. But I don't like it. I don't care. <laughs> I just need other people to go with me. I would go do that. I mean, I don't want to drive forward. You're a driver. You're a fucking. You're always just like to me. I'm like, I gotta go uh, to Washington D.C. You're you've like, drive. You've been in the Volvo. I have. It's a fucking comfort cruise. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to. I'm not driving any of this hippy dippy shit. No goddamn Priuses and the fucking hybrid trucks. I don't know what Is that, that was. That, was no, that wasn't Norm. That, that was, was a, a different guy. That was the angry. That was the Volvo driver. <laughs> brought to you by Volvo. <laughs> that was the Adam Carolla fan. <laughs> <laughs> Beep 25. Beep 25. It's our silver anniversary, guys. We are celebrating by looking back at some of our favorite moments from Golden Girls. <laughs> I didn't watch that show either. What the fuck is wrong with... Oh, new dog. You guys switched. You guys switched up. No, they're talking about the case. Yeah, you guys switched, switched cases. to Buddy. And then I put the other one on the front. Somebody on Twitter sent a, uh, an actual poll poll. Did you see that? Poll poll? Like for the T-shirts. Oh my god! Like he sent. We should. We should post it. Is that still a thing? It's called. Uh, he said, uh, "Matt, still thinking of taking votes on a Phoebe cover shirt from Joseph Gonzalez, and he created a poll. From it's on Poll Daddy. Ooh, see. Oh my god, that's amazing! It's like we're gonna tweet that out from the Feeb podcast account. Well, actually, we don't control that, so <laughs> yeah, we won't be. Scott and I will each individually tweet this. One of us will tweet it, then Scott will retweet. It. <laughs> we will. We'll put this up for the T-shirt thing because this is exactly what we needed. That Aww. we were too lazy or inexperienced or unable to do. But thank you to Joseph Gonzalez because I know some people emailed and voted, but now he just made it way easier. So we will put the poll, I think it's poll.fm backslash 4FK86. That's the link I got. I would like everyone to know that Kindergarten Cop has four writing credits. Who, are, who is it? Uh, Herschel Weingrid. Oh, I love him. Do you love him? I love him. Do you know what he did? Yeah, go look at his fucking resume. Yeah, I know what he did. But do you know what he did? No, I just made that up. Trading places? Oh, I love trading places. Yeah. Twins? Oh, you are. I was making a little, like, I was trying to be cool, and you're just like, I fucking have a poster of him in my house. Space Jam. No, I'm looking at his IMDb. I don't know. Space Jam. <laughs> I didn't know. Space Jam, I'm not. You know. I've never seen Space Jam. Trading places is one of those credits where, you're like, that gives you a lot of. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Harris, who was also so Timothy Harris and uh, 
and Herschel Weingrid both wrote Trading Places and also Kindergarten Cop based on a story by Murray Salem, who also has screenwriting credit. Murray Salem, you look at his IMDb, unfortunately, Murray passed away in 1998. Of old age? or No, he was only 48. Oh, damn. Uh, but he was uh, an actor in three movies. One of them, The Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, so that makes you excited. Yeah, and he wrote... Uh, he wrote Kindergarten Cop. So that guy is awesome. That's what I've decided. Thank you all very much. And that is my that is my uh, Kindergarten Cop minute for the week. <laughs> Do you have a, 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 a book? No. No? I've been playing Grand Theft Auto V. Oh. Which uh, I beat this morning. You've completed I've had a all fucking the mission. Morning. I've this I, all this stuff that I've done. You're like chicken, the army. Chicken sandwich, Cosby's. haircut, Cosby's kindergarten cop, uh, Dick Tracy. All this morning, and you kill, and you finish, and I finished Grand Theft Auto Five. Wow, sixty-five hours of gaming that took. Did you have fun? I loved it. I, I my in Kauai, uh, the guy I was staying with, he had it. He was playing it. Oh, it's so good. I don't know. It's I like so great. Like, it really is. Uh, it really is. We great. played some NHL 14, which was fun. I'm halfway. I beat it on the Xbox, and I have it upstairs in my bedroom on on PlayStation. So Crazy. I might as well just keep playing it. Well, that was so. If Kiki was like, "I want to watch TV," and I'd be like, "Well, I want to play this game," I would just go upstairs. And play this is how we talk to each other. Hey, Kiki, I'm home. I'm gonna go play this game. Hey, Kiki, I'm gonna go upstairs. Okay, Mamma, I'm gonna be down here watching something else. Hey, Mamma, do you want some food? I got some grilled chicken breasts, and I'm cooking in the kitchen. No, she doesn't cook. She doesn't. I don't cook. You fucking cook. Yep, you cook. Uh, not very often. So she's like, Kiki don't cook. Kiki doesn't okay, cook. let's get one thing straight, Matt Myra. She Kiki don't cook. Doesn't cook. Kiki don't clean. Kiki don't cook. <laughs> Kiki don't care. Kiki clean more than Matt clean. Okay, Kiki clean. Kiki don't cook. Kiki don't preach. Is that a song? Papa don't preach. The Madonna uh, song. And then I was thinking Dick Tracy. Kiki don't yeah, preach. Why not? Because she's telling me to go fucking clean. Gotcha. Stuff. Just tired of it. Just tired of your bullshit, Keith. Kiki. Keith. Just tired of my Keith. show. Yeah. My bullshit. I'm talking about. I'm, talking about <laughs> I'm staring at you as the character. You were the character, and I was staring at you. I was Kiki. You were Kiki, and I was uh, like I tired. You. I was like, I'm tired of your bullshit. Yeah. Fuck you. All right. Fair. Kiki don't That's care. That's fair. That's fair. Kiki don't care. That's fair. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so yeah. Kiki don't care. Kiki don't care. Uh I started a new job. Which is uh, taking up a lot of my time. Yeah. So. As jobs will. Yeah. They sure do. They sure do. So you're start you're you're I I've been ramping down. Yeah, you're and then I decided to ramp up, up because I was like <laughs> Who needs Phoebe? Who needs <laughs> <laughs> Um I am yeah, I'm ramping down. I've but I'm I'm gonna start working again soon. I mean I've technically not stopped working, but I just have a bunch of stuff out. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all stuff that you're proud of. Yeah. Band Called Death. Uh, out. 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 On DVD, Blu-ray, iTunes. Probably, yeah. And then uh, A Best Kept Secret is on... Um, v. OD. Is on 
Is that on VOD? No, it's on POV Docs uh, on PBS. I, I lied. You and I'll get, get more information on Twitter soon. And then uh, Freebirds comes out November 1st. This uh, is amazing. And then Matt wraps up on his job boom. November 14th. And then Scott and I. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have a. We're gonna oh, have a time. We're gonna have a time. Power. All the things we've been talking about doing for a year. Yeah, we're gonna do some of them. All the dreams we had. It's like. It's like. It's like we were talking about when the war was over. Yeah, going back to Ohio and starting Trend our business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to try my wife's pie. What about you? Oh, I just can't wait to get back. I got big ideas. I got big ideas. You know what I would love more than anything. To get back home and to marry Dolores or Doris. I'm not sure. We've been writing the other. and it smudges. <laughs> I this is the origin of yes, Norm. Yes. I know that I'm going to have a very fruitful life with that woman who in no way will ever annoy me. It's going to be amazing. That sounds great. I'm going to go open a gas station. You know what? I'm going to take my Model A. I still have a model A. <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm gonna gas up at your gas station. <laughs> I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna put gas in my car with Dolores or Dolores or Doris. While the Yankees are playing. <laughs> uh, oh, trench warfare. Trans- trench warfare, I think, was like the third hardest type of warfare. The World War One. Yeah, I mean they did trenches yeah. in World War Two, but World War One. Yeah, was World War One was crazy was trench time. Serious down. trench. And body. then I would put that up there. Anytime you had to fight a ninja, it was probably tough. You know, during World anytime, War. Anytime, like maybe like I don't know what the history of uh, you know Ninjas? late eighteen hundreds samurai uh, Japan is, Imperial Japan, but I'm sure whatever wars they fought was tough. Yeah, that's probably pretty hard because that armor was kind of heavy, and you know, yeah, yeah. They just had swords and stuff. I mean, war in general is tough. Yeah, but I'm just guerrilla saying that's pretty warfare. Tough. Yeah, gorillas are tough to fight because they're so strong. I think the harder part would be the yeah gorilla. <laughs> the when we had to fight the gorillas <laughs> and Jane Goodall. Yeah, when that war. Well, I mean, that was her fault. She started yeah. talking to them. She wanted to lead the gorillas to in an uprising. Did you see Planet of the Apes? Anyone? I did. How'd you like it? It was fine. Do you have a problem with how many apes there were? I don't really think about it. I did. I was unfortunately had to think about it. Yeah, I was like, "You're counting this apes." This is fucking ridiculous. There's twelve apes and yeah, millions of us. There's like twelve apes. Well, there's like you know, in the San Francisco Bay Area, there can't be that many fucking gorillas. No, and even if there was like, even if there was 5, like five thousand, a gorilla sanctuary that had, uh, let's conservatively say, a sanctuary would have a two hundred gorillas. <laughs> No, let's say there's 10,000 gorillas. 10,000 gorillas. We're already saying that. 10, okay. 10,000 gorillas and monkeys and stuff in San Francisco. 10,000 gorillas and monkeys that recently became kind of smart. Great. 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 I mean, even if they got to the redwoods, they're like, no, we're safe. You're like, no, you're not. We're burning the whole fucking yeah. forest down. If they were really a threat, it's And just then like, you know what we're going to do afterwards? You know what I'll do? You know what I didn't play the apes? We're going to pave it. A match. <laughs> <laughs> and here's Joni Mitchell <laughs> performing her famous song. <laughs> as we pave over the redwood forest <laughs> and end the ape uprising. Yeah, I feel like uh, it wouldn't have worked. Wouldn't happen. No, I mean people would be stunned for like a minute. Yeah, we'd be all like, "Oh, that's crazy that uh, oh apes God, are attacking what are we us." Do? I guess we have to shoot them on sight now. I mean, even if they all got trapped in a forest, we're like, "Oh, we got to go in there and get them." Like, no, you don't. We have drones. 
<laughs> we don't have to do anything. We can do surgical strikes. You get snipers. Yeah. We've got snipers. We've got Canadian snipers. Bring up north. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to apologize. I don't know. These, <laughs> these apes are smart. I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. Are they smarter than my bullet? Yeah. No, I think you'd be troubled. Like, I don't know, boss. These uh, they, When I'm they, looking down the scope, I see their eyes. They look right into my soul, eh? They're thinking, hey, don't shoot me. <laughs> I could tell you didn't want to die. What am I going to... Just take the shot. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so sorry. You could bring in snipers. You could do anything. Even if there's if there's ten thousand. Forgive me, Gorilla Jesus. If there's ten thousand gorillas that are a threat to humanity. Yes. Right. Yep. Even if we lose ten thousand people, <laughs> if we lose one person for every yeah, ape, I think or we're okay. If we lose five people for every ape, yeah, we're fine. If we lost, Phoenix would only lose a percent. They would like. <laughs> if we lost ten thousand people for every ape. We'd still be okay. It would be fine. There's six billion of us. Yeah. Grab a gun. We've got, technically, we've got billions of people to throw this <laughs> yes. ape problem. Yes. <laughs> I feel like there's an ape solution, and it's us. We just grab people in San Francisco and like, here's a rake. Yeah. Get in there. Yeah. San Francisco. <laughs> or a gun. San Francisco so densely populated. Yeah. With people. Maybe that's their, their reasoning was just like, San Francisco's like, nobody, they're all hippies. They don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah. That's how, that's how it happened. Was there uh, a thing at the end that it was like a? Oh, but the thing at the end. Oh, I remember at the end. There's like a. Uh, there's a. There's a chemical, a biological weapon that spreads across the the world too. That's what it is. Sorry, I just. Oh, I don't. Never saw it. Oh, you never saw it. I just saw parts of it while I was living channel. Spoilers. Oh, who cares? If, um, it's out for. Three no, I years. thought it sounded good. Spoilers. <laughs> 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 Spoiler of a dead dick. <laughs> um, no, the, the, at the end, what happens is they do go into the redwoods. Now I remember, and basically, simultaneously, mm-hmm. a a like a viral thing is spreading across the world that's basically killing humans. So it's like it's it's happening simultaneously, and that's how. They're explaining what's going to happen. Oh, so what they're telling us is that it's not just that apes decided to fight us. It wasn't a bunch of apes in the redwoods and a bunch of people going like, how will we deal with this problem? <laughs> I it like was... our version better. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was that like wild guys were like, how do we deal with, oh, Dick's dead. Dick's dead. Fred's got boils on his genitals. And All then right. like a disease everywhere. And it's like it shows a map and it's like red. Like shh, it's contagion. But people start dying. Someone needs a pig. Going to apologize again? Bat shit on, and then at the same time that an ape becomes smart, and that is how Planet of the Apes happens. That was the pitch. They were like, a bat shits on a pig, and Gwyneth Paltrow eats it, and an ape becomes smart by James Franco, Planet of the Apes. And then what happens to the Statue of Liberty? Uh, that's in the next one, I guess. Right? Didn't they make? They just shot the sequel. There's a sequel. Yeah, they're making a second one. How many Planet of the Apes movies do we need? I mean, they're going to keep going. I don't know. It seems, they're did just you see? Keep going. Did you see J.J. Abrams apologizing for all the lens flares in Star Trek? No, I didn't. He uh, apologized, and his statement was that he uh, went a little too far with it. So he admitted it. Yeah. 
But did he admit it because he'd happened, or did he admit it because people are just like, I don't know, because enough people are like, dude, like what the fuck? I think well, very recently a supercut came out of all the lens flares in Star Trek Into Darkness, and it was nine minutes long. Wow. So it for also, nine uh, minutes of the movie, there's lens flares. On it the also has to be that like he, somebody, he was probably around someday, and he was like, "Why is my name synonymous with lens flare?" <laughs> yeah, and you're like, "That's your legacy." Oh, I really thought my legacy would no. be Cloverfield. No, oh. that's just the lens flare. Which what technically, about, you didn't even invent. But what about aliens? You overused, and that's all people <laughs> remember it. you for. I ruined it for everyone. You did. What a! I didn't see it. It was on the plane. What was on the plane? The Star movie was Trek on the plane? Darkness. And I didn't watch it. Was it on like the TV in the it, center? Or yeah, was it, it was in yeah. like the flip downs. I didn't watch it though. Did you fly first class? No. Well, that's just on you. I, that doesn't... Also, it was so expensive to do in Hawaii, I'm sure. Oh, insane. It doesn't bother me. I mean, some people are like, yeah, I'm I don't not... think it's that amazing. I've been less and less bothered by it recently. I don't think that. Like the difference between coach and first class is like, if somebody gives you the option, fly first class. Right. You got more room. Yeah. It's great. Um, the difference between first class and a private plane, that is like. Oh, yeah. That is like. Yeah. Night and night. Yes. But a much different night. Yes. Like a totally <laughs> different night. That's that. And I've only done that once. You've been on a. Who's, whose plane was it? Um, was it a studio flying to somewhere? Or? I don't remember. It was something that we like. It was Kevin, Jen, and I. And uh, it was it was like I think it, is that how you traveled to live smodco shows? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, just fucking do a blow, <laughs> so much blow. Um, no, and it was like it was it's like it's like being and but I mean it was it was a nice one, but I know people that have been on ones where it's like there's a bed in the back. Yeah, it's like you know that's like yeah, I'm always endlessly that fascinated. changes the whole because from the from the moment you go. Where you really just have to show up five minutes before, it eliminates all the bullshit. Yeah, and you basically have a great trip. But I'll never pay to fly private. No, and that's why I've only done it once. I would have to have a lot, 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 lot of money. First class usually I'll use points. Like if I when I went to Vietnam, I was like I used all my points and flew. Yeah, first upper class. But like I don't know, it doesn't really bother me. I mean, I'll take it if I can get it. Yeah, but I'm, if I'm doing a red eye, I never do first class because I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep eyes. anyway. I can. I can't. Do I went it. to Boston last week. Uh, Open for Hardwick at the Wilbur. A lot of fun. Thank you guys for enjoying it. A lot. Of, a couple people yelled out some Phoebe references while I was yeah. doing stand up. Yeah. So it's like Phoebe sucks. You're some, like, thank you for the reference. <laughs> uh, now some take the shots here and there, and uh, yeah, it was nice. cool. But uh, I flew out and I took the red eye and. I was out like a light, and then I woke sleep, up. Man. I woke up when the fucking plane was taking landing, and it was. And then on the way back, I slept for probably four hours out of the six, maybe five. Wow! And it was me and this uh, Asian guy next to me who was uh, smaller than me, luckily, because there was a big guy on the other side of him, and uh, we just both put our heads up against the seat in front of us, and that's how we slept. And I gotta tell you, I think that's my new move. To have an Asian guy next to you, to have to just sleep with your head up against the seat, <laughs> like Kiki, <laughs> best sleep I've ever had. Meet we Qui-Dong. need to, we need we need we need Qui Gon Jin in this bed. <laughs> but that's Liam Neeson. No, don't worry about it. Doesn't it. matter. It just sounds so Asian. Yeah. Those are gonna be such. What if you found that every time you're on a plane next to an Asian guy, you had the most fitful sleep? Well, on the way out, 
Asian guy. And on the way back, Asian guy. I'm going to fly to Korea and just Buy sleep one. the whole... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how would you like to assist me in my sleeping? <laughs> I know there are iPhone apps that can help you with your sleep pattern, but I need a small Asian boy. Maybe you don't have to go to South Korea. Maybe go to... I'm reading a book. I can... Do a fee read. Do it up. Uh, the Orphan Master's Son by Adam Johnson. <laughs> and it all takes place Johnson. in... Uh, it all takes place in North Korea. The fictional place, North Korea? Yeah. Nothing ever goes in or comes out of there. This book is... is uh, I mean, it's it's fiction. Um, But I believe, I believe it won the Pulitzer Prize. What? You can't read Pulitzer Prize winning books. Why? They're too good for us. <laughs> Oops, I hit the orphan's train as opposed to the orphan. How many orphan things do you have? I only have one. I'm trying to find the... Fee breeds, did it, did it, did it, did Fee breeds, did it, did it, did it, did Adam Johnson's The Orphan Master's Son, the Pulitzer Prize for fiction. I am almost, I'm like, when I leave here, I'm going back to finish. I'm like a few pages away. So unless it completely comes apart unless at the end it just shits the bed right in my face it just dumps um that that is good i really like it i'm enjoying it so that's my only because you don't because you're too busy i put 60 hours of you don't read you didn't read anything no actually i was rereading a little bit of uh i was rereading some essays from chuck klosterman's four which is a collection of essays. Oh, uh, okay. But it's a really... I think you recommended that already. Yeah, I think I have, yeah. But I was rereading the Metallica one. Okay. Yeah. I reread... Right before that, I reread Norwood by Charles Portis, which I think I've already recommended, so... So what we're coming to the conclusion of is that we have read 25 books. We're taking our own we, recommendations. And we reread them. <laughs> yeah. But we are taking our own recommendations. Yeah, that's true. You know what's funny is we've never, I don't think we've, well, I actually read, I read that John Krakauer book based on your recommendation. Which one? Into Thin Air. Yeah. Uh, Which fucking is amazing. Yeah. Um, All his books are really good. Yeah. He was like a superstar, wasn't he? Didn't we have like at one point we were like a Feebreed superstar? Yeah, Feebreed, he is a Feebreed superstar. Yeah. Him and Klosterman are Feebreed superstars. Those guys are so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Roach, Feebreed superstar. Yeah. Wow. We really Feebed it up, guys. We did. That's 20, Feeb 25. 25 Feebs. And it's very much like Feeb 21 through 24. Yeah. I think we talked about blowing the roof off and then we didn't. Or maybe we did. You don't think we blew the roof off this episode? You think this is I like... I feel like we had some gems. <laughs> I feel like Dolores and Norm are going to come back and visit. I think Canadian Sniper technically made Canadian a, a cameo. Canadian Sniper cameo in this episode? All right. We blew the roof we off. We really killed 25 it. 25 This shows. was a Phoebe amongst Phoebes. I mean, no, it's not Hitler Batman or excited James Bond guy, but it's but you there. can't do you can't do it every, uh, you know. Here's how I'll gauge it. If, if Q texts me and says that it was funny, then it was funny. Somebody texted me about the Connery thing. I'm like, he had throat cancer. That's why his voice sounds like that. 
<laughs> eh, what are you gonna do? <laughs> that was my response. I was like, I was like, that doesn't mean he should have done it. Who like, texted you that? I can't remember. Oh, a guy I work with, Jeff. <laughs> he was just like, you know why he did that? And I was like, and I felt bad for a second, but then I'm like, all the more reason for him not to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like he shouldn't have done it. Also, I mean, it still it, sounds like they recorded it over Skype. Yeah, and he was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We've had a feeb. All I have to say is, make it make rain. It rain. <laughs> you gotta have an explosion. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.